Hello world and welcome to Podcast in A Minor, where I bring you the weird little songs I write and the stories that go along with them. All December long, we'll be exploring all things Voisail, a magical world of old traditions. And now for today's opening song. We sang and danced beneath the mourner's moon and wished one another well. We dipped into the wassail bowl the next day noon. And when we'll stop, who can tell? Wassail, wassail, drink to a year of plenty, be healthy and Welcome to Podcast in A Minor. I'm Amy Zollers, a poet and an artist, and I'm in one of my moods. Make that one of my jolliest moods. It's wassailing season. Now, last December of 2021 contained five Wednesdays, which I rapidly converted into wassail Wednesdays. I did live streams in which I demonstrated hot punch recipes, performed wassailing songs, both real and imagined, and offered up a few stories and perhaps poems. By imagined songs, I mean that I cooked up a few wassailing numbers of my own. You just heard one, Mourner's Moon Wassail, on the Roland Electric Piano. Wassail, if you didn't know, is a hot beverage dating way back several centuries, typically comprised of mulled cider, spiced ale, or wine with spices. According to Wikipedia, it is consumed traditionally, quote, as an integral part of wassailing, an ancient English yuletide drinking ritual and salutation, either involved in door-to-door charity giving or used to ensure a good harvest the following year, end quote. And from Oxford Languages... The verb wassail means to drink plentiful amounts of alcohol and enjoy oneself with others in a noisy, lively way, or in the second definition given, to go from house to house at Christmas singing carols. Here we go a wassailing, is the example given. And there's wassail defined. For this week's episode, I include the audio from my first wassail Wednesday live stream. Here it comes. Awasailing, and let us meet up again afterward. Okay, we're live. Oh my gosh, I'm in my downstairs room where I do my art. The sun, as you can see through the little tiny window, is at this exact moment right here. So, thank you all for bearing with. I really, really hope. You'll stick with me. We had a couple join earlier. This will be in the archive. Uh, In light of our connection issues earlier, I'm just gonna do a couple of lost verses of the Somerset Gloucestershire Wassail Kingston Trio version, now my version on the harpsicle harp. Okay, got it. Lost verses that we didn't already do in case you were here before. There was an old man and he had an old cow And how for to keep her he didn't know how He built up a barn for to keep his cow warm And a drop of good cider will do us no harm Oh, where is the maid 
with a silver hairpin to open the door and let us come in. Oh, master and missus, it is our desire. A good loaf and cheese and a toast by the fire. The good dog of Langport, he burnt his long tail. And this is a night we go singing wassail. Oh, master and missus, now we must be gone. Bless all in this house till we come again. Bless all in this house till we come again. Thank you for joining for our very first wassail Wednesday. I think our connection down here is better than it was upstairs. I started over two or three times because it just kept turning off. So welcome to Wassail Wednesday. I've moved it all downstairs. I had it all carefully put together. We'll see how it goes because there was something I want to share with you upstairs uh, on, on uh, the computer. That's, that's like a music thing that we only have on the computer and it'll be brief, but we'll see if we keep our connection. Um, Wassail Wednesday is just a celebration of this obsession that I had, and it's not even a deep obsession like when I was in college. I loved wassailing songs, and I loved the word wassail. I had a friend in college who would go along with me on, like, all my dumb whatevers, and, like, we were like, oh, we should wassail. We should always wassail at Christmas time. And when people sneeze, we should say wassail because it means good health. And that's what they do in other languages, you know, with whatever their word is for that. And he was always like, yeah, man, we're going to do that. And then we, you know, life went on and he's, I think, in St. Louis, if he's still in St. Louis. But anyway, hello, Drew, if you're out there carrying on the wassail. All right. I have been reading from a cool book. This will come up again later. We're going to do a wassail Wednesday every Wednesday in December. This is December 1st, so there's five Wednesdays. The Old Magic of Christmas is a book I've been reading and finding interesting information that I'll talk more about next week. Right now, we're going to put together a wassail recipe for something called Cafe Grog from a super cool cookbook that I first checked out of Ellis Library at the University of Missouri a long time ago. It's from 1948. I didn't check it out in 1948. I checked it out in like... Well, as a student from 92 to 96, but I think I checked it out when we lived there later in like 2003. Um, and then I found a copy, not the library's copy, but in the same town at an antique store. And it's called Esquire Magazine's Handbook for Hosts. And the recipe I've selected for today is Cafe Grog. We're going to combine, because this is a heated, warm drink, like you might greet your wassailers with. Um, so we're going to heat it up in my rice cooker, which is here. Is it showing? Yes. It is also, I don't know what time in the morning, like maybe nine in the morning here where I am. I seized the opportunity when my house was empty. My son is at school. My husband just went for a walk or a bike ride or something. And so I'm trying to do all my weird loud stuff while um, I have the house and I can go into the computer room and he's not using it. Alrighty-o. Um, so we begin with the bowl of the rice cooker trying to figure out how to do this. I changed my arrangement. I'm going to sit on the, no, if I sit on the low part of the couch, I'll have the sun in my face. So I'm going to move the music stand a bit. Got the rice cooker bowl. I'm going to set it on this little space heater that you can't see. And we're going to look at our recipe. We begin with a pony of rum. Here's the ingredients. I'm just going to read them. Pony of rum, two lumps of sugar, one slice of lemon, one spoonful of brandy, and one demitasse black coffee. We will go over 
all of those terms as we go. I'm gonna sink down here. Actually lean my phone up against the rice cooker, which is not going at this moment. Here's my plan. To mix the drink together, heat it up right before I, or actually right after I pick my son up from school, which is much later. Well, it's like, that's his early day. He'll be done at like two. And like not have alcohol on my breath when I do that. So I'll wait till I've done my, my motherly duties and then have a sip. All right. Okay, starting with a pony of rum. What's a pony? You can find a jigger measure in your liquor department if you're into that sort of thing. The little end is the pony. So it's not gonna be that much rum, just a pony. The rum is over there. One sec. You don't need fancy rum, I got Captain Morgan's. And we just need a pony the small end of your jigger, pour it over the bowl, and then if you get a little more, it's really, it's not a tragedy, that's just a pony. So I've done that, and it's going into the rice cooker bowl. My jigger is going back over there, and the lid's going back on Captain Morgan. Two lumps of sugar, yeah, I know. You want to know my entire story of where I finally found sugar cubes because you used to be able to find them everywhere. All the places I used to be able to find them because we used to do cocktails. All they have now is monk fruit sweetener and stevia taking up the real estate. I mean, anyway, two lumps of sugar into the rice cooker bowl with the pony of rum. One slice of lemon. I always do lemon water in the morning. I actually heard that from, I heard that from, oh shoot, I'm sorry, Sarah, what's your name? Who did I quit sugar? I read that from you, but then Patty Smith said she was doing it when the uh, pandemic hit here. And so I've like, I've like, I'm gonna be like Patty Smith and do that every morning. So I already did that, but then I have a slice of lemon uh, from that situation. Oh my gosh, you're gonna be like, four more of these? I'm gonna know your entire life story and write your biography by the end of all the Wassail Wednesdays. Feel free. One spoonful of brandy. This is my favorite part of the recipe. You know why? Because I brought some spoons. And I've got a spoon that's this big. And then there's this one and this one and, the, and which spoon should we use? Probably the colossal spoon of brandy. I'm gonna use this one, which is what my mom used to call a tablespoon, but I can't call it a tablespoon because it does, it's not a measure. But anyway, maybe that's what it's called. All right. This is brandy. I just got the Paul Mason. The brandy I saw at Price Chopper grocery store was none of it very expensive, so that was nice. I'm sure you can get more expensive brandy if you want, but simple folk here in Independence, Missouri, at least on my side of town, I got the Paul Masson brandy and my spoon. A little bit of brandy on me. The final ingredient is also, this is the second favorite right here, one demi-tasse of black coffee. Now, while a pony of rum is one fluid ounce in the small end of your jigger, a demi-tasse is two to three fluid ounces, an espresso cup, not right to the top, but like how you would fill it if you were gonna serve it as regular coffee, because I know espresso like paints the bottom of the cup and it's just like a shot. This is, um, we're gonna fill it up as if we were filling up a regular coffee cup and leaving a little head space is what I'm saying. So I got my little, uh, thermal mug here of coffee. I filled it up. I'll show you how I filled it up like this because I measured it last night like a big nerd and when I put three ounces 
of water in my um, demi-tasse. That's how high up it went. I'm gonna pour it into my rice cooker with my other ingredients. And I'll show you what it looks like. There's my lumps of sugar. When you heat them, they will dissolve. So the idea is rice cooker, right? Lid and then turn it on. And I would probably turn it on low and it would probably be on low anyway because it wouldn't trigger it because it's not very heavy. But I'm not gonna do that right now because I don't plan to drink my boozy cafe grog just at the moment when I haven't had breakfast and later have to go get my kid from school. So that is our wassailing recipe for the day. Um, every week we'll have another one, just a hot drink. And one of them or at least will be have the word wassail in it. This one is just Cafe Grog, a hot drink from the hot drink section of Esquire's Handbook for Hosts, copyright 1948. You guys, if you get a chance, you won't regret it. It's got wonderful illustrations. It's got wonderful comics. My favorite one is where the large lady in the big fur coat is coming home. Here she is, I just found her. She's uh, come home and says to her husband, hi, old shower push, I just had four martinis. So times were gay. And so, all right. So that was our wassail recipe. We've had a song, we've had a recipe. I've got a list of things I'm doing because I can't remember from one to the next. The two other things that we're doing, I just happen to remember. We're gonna go look at Clyde's 99 and hopefully keep our connection. When it was the year 2010, our little lad was five years old and he loved to count to high numbers. I'm going up the seven stairs to the main level, up seven more stairs to the upper level, to the study, which is weirdly used to be my bedroom in the late 70s to mid 80s. We live in my childhood home. Clyde's 99, I gotta make sure the speaker's on and up a little bit. So we had some recording equipment in those days and we made a 99 track CD for our son who then looked like that. And he would, we would read him his favorite stories and tell him stories that we'd made up. And sometimes we were just counting there's a treat on here. I'm going to start at 27 so you can hear how we were just 27, him count up. 28, 29, 30, 
I had my electric guitar not plugged in, like the quietest possible thing you can do. I don't know why. It was 11 years ago, and that's who I was. So thank you for listening to that treasure. That is, again, the Somerset Gloucestershire Wassail, as performed by the Kingston Trio. I mean, not to show you my bedroom, but I do have that record, and I could, if I can find it really fast, I'll show it to you. It should be in this closet. Uh-oh, I think I just put it, oh, there it is from this record. Do yourself a favor. Alrighty, we have one final thing to accomplish in our live portion of Wassail Wednesday. There'll be a couple of pre-recorded things a little later and I might string them together or I might, um, you know, post them separately. We'll just see where the wind may take us. Hi, kitty. Kitty. Uh-oh, I left the recycle stuff there and Kitty's displaying it for the world. All right, here we are, back down to my basement layer. And we're gonna do the drawing. I hope to do a giveaway every of the five Wassail Wednesdays in December. And so I'm not sitting here like a goof holding onto my phone. I will now put it on the stand again. Um, I have a copy of today's recipe, Cafe Gras. That's going out to our prize winner. Also, the haunted pudding ornament with plush crushed green velvet on the back. I have not signed it yet, but I'll sign it with a little thread and then it'll be an art piece. In this cup of most wonderful time, I have our slips of paper for those who have entered the drawing. I don't know if you can see them. <laughs> Anyhow, I will shuffle them, look way over here, look at the Christmas tree, put my hand in there, and pull one at random. And I have pulled Nana Papa Essentially Young. Congratulations. It is summer where you are. Summer wassailing time. I believe they're in Australia, and watermelon is one of their favorite Christmas treats, but also all the goodies. That is how you um, could enter this co contest. I always just do random drawings and ask for just something in the comments like, what's your favorite December treat? And that was fun for me to see what everybody put. Next week, I believe our drawing will be for, it'll be for one of two things. Either a like ribbon slash accordion book of the story, The Eggnog Pie, which is where the haunted pudding idea came from. It was a story I wrote back when, if you want some more of my life story, back when I used to homeschool my son from fifth to eighth, fifth through eighth grade. Toward the end, uh, we would every 13th of the month, well, all along the way, every 13th of the month, we would do ghost story 13th. Cause you know, you can take a ghost story, like especially an older ghost story and learn a lot about the times. And you can hear about weird gadgets that we don't use anymore. And you can map wherever it's set on the map. We had a map of ghost stories where we would just like, this one took place here. And vocabulary, we would run across weird foods and then make them and use math to make it a bigger or a smaller recipe. There's a lot you can do with a ghost story. So another thing we did in the later, like in junior high years is what we called them in my day, um, is we would trade a ghost story every month. And so anytime he had free time, during working school hours, whatever, I'd be like, write your ghost story. And I would write my ghost story. And one I wrote was called The Eggnog Pie. And um, that is 
a story that I'm gonna print out, stick together, give away next week. The only reason I wouldn't do that is if the Klaus Vorman mug this year's shows up in time for me to give a few days lead on, um, hey, enter this contest. This is the third year in our tradition of the Klaus Vorman mug in December. In December, in October, I should say, of 2019, I took on drawing 100 portraits of Klaus Vorman in response to a job that I didn't get. It's like, this will show him. I don't know, I just needed a project. so. I thought, well, he's, I like his face. I will draw it 100 times. And it just happened that one of the Sharpie marker drawings I did, um, I thought, let's put this on a mug and do a giveaway because it's, it's, you know, winter holidays. And um, so we've done it. This is the third year. And if that is ready, I, are, I have it, it's, it's shipped. I'm waiting for it to get here. So um, it's done. Uh, it just needs to get here. Um, if it's not here in a couple of days, I'm probably gonna save it for our third Wassail Wednesday so that you can look at it and go, I have to have it. But it's still a random drawing. It's not like you have to give the best answer. You just give an answer and then your name goes in. Alrighty, that's all we have. I think I will conclude with one thing. I'm gonna bring our Wassail Wednesday giveaway number one up with me back upstairs because I think I want to throw a little something in with it when I send it and I'll share one of our traditions with you that we started a while back when we lived in Columbia Missouri and we there are a lot of college kids it's a college town and we went to this church where we could have these college kids come over and we could feed them you know cooked food and stuff like this so one thing we would do at Christmas is I would find a bunch of like oh, one of my tiaras from last year I would find a bunch of like dime novels you know like the perry masons and the james bonds and there was one called like bowling tips and this is like you can find if you look at old paperbacks that are about this size you can find everything and so i would just find them sometimes at used bookstores sometimes just ones that you know my parents had around and sometimes um like while well, i worked at the public library and so people would donate entire collections of the man from uncle or something. So whoever, uh, today I'm gonna choose one of these. Apologies for the old wrapping paper. Some of these are older. I might rewrap some of them, but this one I'll send as is with its jingle bells and gingerbread people. And um, this is going in. We don't, I don't know what it is. I wrapped it like 10 years ago. So we will send that with the haunted pudding ornament. There's my haunted pudding ornament. I liked it so much I put it on my tree. It's a black print and then stitched together. And Kitty says, let me outside. Darn it. So thank you for joining me for Wassail Wednesday, part one, number one. And um, I hope to, you know, see you enter in the upcoming contest. I hope you can enjoy some of this uh, winter fun and um, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Wassail. Oh my stars, what a smashing time that was. Well, I hope you'll join me here on Podcast in A Minor for the remaining Wednesdays of December 2022 as I revisit the Wassail Wednesdays of December 2021 that I obsessed over with the songs I wrote, with the stories and poems I've read, and the recipes for hot drinks such as Wassail, Smoking Bishop, Hot Dr. Pepper, and other such things that'll be coming up quick. Thing about stuff mentioned in that live stream from last year. The eggnog pie is now available 
and Glitter and Ghosts available on Amazon. It's that uh, Christmas ghost story that I mentioned in the live stream. And secondly, there is a secondly, I'm gonna think of it, the Haunted Pudding Ornament is available in my Etsy shop, Hipness and Outrage, right now. So if you'd like a black printed ornament with a velvet green backing of a spooky haunted pudding, wouldn't that be fun? All right, check it out. And have a wonderful December, whatever you're celebrating and wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And we'll see you next time. Musta, musta, the Encyclopedia Neurotica. It's my rule in the play.